0: Introducing Stefan Mack. Power, strength, performance. Same girl, different mindset. Today we bring to you Stefan Mack, mom and daughter power team from Niagara Falls, Ontario. Steph the strong man athlete, and Mack. The powerlifting rising star. <laughs> there you go. See your mom, I think your mom might be funnier than you. You're too younger than her, that's problematic. You might <laughs> all. So, welcome to Panda Strong Podcast. You know who we is and how we do. If it's your first time to here today, we interview the world's strongest amateur to pro female strength athletes in all age categories who are competing and training for strength sports. And this is something that we want you to do too. Obviously we have guests from all over the world, but today we have an amazing guest, guests, cool. Oh, I don't think we've done that yet. Guests, um, from Canada. Hey, um, woo-woo. woo <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm your host, Thick Stephanie, and that's thick with the three C's, in case you're wondering, because I am that thick, okay? There's the first level thickness, the second level thickness, now I've had a second baby, I'm third level thickness, all right? I'm so thick that you could jump on me. I don't even feel it. I'm thick, okay? i <laughs> fantastic, um, the dancer. And you can find my dance and fitness challenges and tutorials on YTIG, TikTok, YouTube, by following and subscribing to my channel. And that's easy. Look for my name. I'm out there in the universe, can you contact me through the DMs or you can comment on my videos so I can assist you with your strength training goals. And today, we, our episode, we are going to be discussing how to stay fit in the winter, especially as moms, you know, we got that pumpkin spice and mm-hmm. uh, our pillows and our thick robes and our thermal socks, we don't <laughs> want to go nowhere, <laughs> so we're talking about stay fit and some hacks to do that. Our guest today is Mackenzie. And that's spelled very, she's got a Z and a Y in there. It's spelled very cool. Her mom knew she'd be an epic strength warrior. So she named her in, in, in pre-advanced correctly with that. How yeah. does it feel to have such an awesome name? I'm just saying, especially with that spelling, Jersey worthy.
1: It's to me, it's a little basic, <laughs> but <laughs> You ain't no basic black girl.
0: You ain't no basic. Let me tell you.
1: Spelling's cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then your, your mom has the same name as me, which is just weird.
1: Everyone's just named Stephanie. She yeah. said,
0: I
2: said her name's Stephanie too. And she said, of course she does strength sports and her name is Stephanie because my coach's named Stephanie. My name is Stephanie. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Stephanie's are taking over the world. I better watch We are, name. we are. We're 90s babies, you know? Exactly. We know? We know shit. We've done shit. We've seen shit. Yep. We've mastered the shit. So yep. we are the shit. <laughs> <laughs> we should actually make a shirt. So Stephanie's the exactly. There exactly. you go. Next thing to the line. Um, and you can find them on IG at...
2: Um, so my handle is same real different mindset. And both of us, we do have a joint page that we, um, have, it's called prodigy, prodigy strength journey. Mm, prodigy. So this is, and
0: this is my little prodigy. Yeah. She's your little prodigy. And do you say yes, master as a, you know, <laughs> you know no, she says, you know? okay, mom. <laughs> hey, mom. So anyways um these lovely ladies are current strongman athletes and uh is an up-and-coming growing power lifter her mom's a former crossfitter and i love the word former crossfitter because there's just so many jokes which is in that sentence um it it is it is really (laughs) i had a very interesting conversation with some random dude at the park yesterday with my kids about crossfitting and powerlifting and olympic lifting he's an olympic lifter and he does olympic lifting more because he's like i just can't do any better and then i just do powerlifting to be lazy but then uh, powerlifting is too boring. And then he was like, strong. And he, this, he like on the down low shade me. Like, he was like, huh, uh, strong man's for certain body types, like strong to bigger people. And he's like, looking me up and down, he's saying this. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, shredded strong man athletes, male and female, that are out there, like, and tinier people than you. I'm like, you, you cocky. You don't even know what you're talking about. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, so is this your um, male way of saying in your ego that you're too insecure weak to try strong man? I think so. Yeah. It ain't nothing to do with my thickness. Keep my thickness oh. out of it. That's just rude. <laughs> and then he's like, You're lucky, at a competition tomorrow. And I was like, You're like
2: low key shooting the finger as you walk away.
0: <laughs> yeah. <was> like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to go eat chicken breast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's motivation, though, because I always know those eyeballs and those looks and what they mean. So I'm like, That's a run. Right. I'm going to smash it tomorrow. I'm yep, going to use your sure. I'm going to get angry tomorrow, and I'm going yep. to do some games. PRs. Exactly. you know but uh hey to raves so anyways I know you've accomplished a lot there's been lots going on since you know I first invited you to come on the show so I want you to tell our listeners a little bit before we get into everything what's going on in your world like with you Mackenzie with the powerlifting I know you've been featured on all kinds of things and you're becoming so famous so <laughs> let, us, let us know girl where are you at with everything right now
1: um so on my birthday on August 21st I did my first powerlifting competition which I got my first records which is the deadlift record for my weight and age yeah and then the squat record and then the total i got that record too which is national and provincial yeah
2: she set the ontario provincial records for this year um because there hasn't been any meets but she also broke the national records the girl who was holding them um has been holding them since 2015 so wow she broke them and she, she didn't just break them. She crushed them. Like she beat them by like 30 pounds.
1: Crushed
2: it. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly.
1: Then we had, <laughs> we had, um, qualifiers for strongman, uh, provincials. And then recently we just went to Thunder Bay for the strongman provincials and I placed first in that. And then in the next two weeks, we are heading up to Alberta for strongman nationals. And I'm going to be the only team there.
0: So. I love you so much right now. So in case you ever mad, your mom, I'll adopt you. Um, <laughs> we'll work out in the basement. I have boys. It'd be nice to have a girl around. Anyway, <laughs> you should have your names as Mackenzie the, crusher, the yeah. crusher. Yeah. And then because I think you're stronger than boys your age, you should be like Mackenzie the Man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you should have a recording made for you for when you step out. Yeah. You should
2: do it. Do I'll, just, play I'll play it before she enters every room. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, Mackenzie, the man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. Breaking yeah. records and hearts everywhere she goes. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, that's, that's a, the voice you need like a, a grungy, um you know, Dr. Seuss voice. Yeah. <laughs>
2: storybook. I mean, that's that's her amazing. Co- her coach always says, uh, Are you ready to go break some hearts? That's what yes. he says before she does anything. If you
0: haven't made someone cry, Mackenzie, you're not doing as much as you could. Okay. I expect <laughs> crying at every single competition from people in the audience. There should be two types of crying that occurs. There should be. <laughs> She's so inspiring. And then there should be. She's like, what against me? And like, really, <laughs> you know, dance kids like, like ugly face crying, yeah. you know. Yeah. No, we got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> My overexpressions, you know, it's like, how do you know you were a drama kid? Um. Yeah. So, like I said. I was wondering if you guys train in your own home gym. I've seen a lot of your videos and your photos and you make some pretty badass content. So where do you train out of what do you how do where do you handle your business? Um so
2: I used to be like normal in a CrossFit gym and then once COVID hit, um I literally started like backyard. Um, <gasps> like working out like barbell in my backyard. I had the best hand of my life because I was literally, you know, working out in the sun. Um, and then that upcom- that September, she started showing interest in, in strongman and started lifting some weights. And I was like, what is going on? Like just, you know, walking up to 155 pounds and lifting it up like nothing um so we got her (laughs) a trainer and then also that September we moved into an empty space on our property and that tin can that we work out in is a Kwanzaa hut and I just have been slowly building um equipment and you know acquiring some
0: strongman stuff so we can further that's awesome that's what I'm gonna try to do right here for my kids same thing um I out what you look like there's this show I don't know what it's called and it's about like you know one man like polygamy and a bunch of wives and his first wife is the one that you look like? I exactly. look like his first wife. Okay, I'll have to look it up. Yeah, I'm gonna post it. Don't worry. You're <laughs> like she's twins, twins with her. Yeah, and that like that'll be that'll be your inspiration to leave her crappy husband and you know start okay, looking wait. ways. And, okay, you know she's That's not cool. down with the polygamy thing, you know. And she loves yeah. him, and she's always crying on the show. Oh it's my goodness! This episode, I know it's very sad. You're like her twin sister kind of thing, but like the one who's achieving her dreams and strong, independent woman, you know, you could be inspiration for her. Yeah. We'll send also out. the podcast link for this interview to her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Add me on Instagram. We can yeah. chat. <laughs> use my <laughs> advice. So, yeah. um, starting at like the beginning, uh Mackenzie, Stephanie, what got you into strong man? Um, so it's kind of
2: like a progression, uh, with CrossFit. I am, you know, I was never a child athlete. So, um, when I lost- a whole bunch of weight. My brother said, Steph, you need to start lifting weights if you want to have any chance of toning any skin. So I started at a local CrossFit gym here and I never got better at the gymnastics portion of CrossFit. Um, you know, I can't freaking handstand walk. I can't pull my ass up on a bar. Like, um, so that stuff was always <laughs> discouraging. Um, yeah. it was a very slow progression with that, but my weightlifting was, was flying like, um, before COVID hit, I went from as nothing basically to like a 200 pound back squat in a few years and, you know, an over 200 pound deadlift. And I just wanted to see how, um, how I could push myself.
1: Yeah. A couple,
2: um, you know, people in my, my DMS wanting to coach me. Um, cause I was on Instagram before then too. And yeah. I just happened to choose a guy in Toronto who um, was strongman based and we just kind of snowballed from there. Um, I bought my first stone from him. My first piece of strongman equipment was a stone, of course, an Atlas stone, uh, 80 pound and 120 pound ones. And then I just slowly started getting addicted to how progressive strength training makes you so much stronger, so much faster. Like, yeah, like just the, you know, committing to a coach and a schedule and, um, it it just has been addicting. And then we went to our first strongman competition and, we weren't in it we were just watching it and yeah. we just were like we need to do this we need to participate yeah. in this what were you gonna say
1: I was gonna say for me it started off as being just like a regular athlete and we softball and then I started CrossFit with my mom which then once everything shut down led into her interest with Strongman which got me into Strongman you know yeah
2: the CrossFit coach when she started early on um here in Niagara Falls he came up to me and was like like you're you're good stuff like you're okay but your kid your kid there's something with your kid like he's like she's just as good like so he kind of brought it to my attention before um I really even realized if he's like like she back squats and it looks way better than people who have been back squatting for five years and I'm like oh like I would have never noticed it I don't think myself yeah. as much he did and he didn't point it out to me
0: it
1: wasn't even that good
0: like it could have been better I think a lot of it is what happens is who you are exposed to right because like in high school I was always punished for being strong for being tall for being thick, always because all the things I naturally was into that I was very good at athletically I just didn't have the body type for it but I was good at it so like for me I was like can I play football they're like no it's a girls team go cheerlead um, and there wasn't like a lacrosse team where I was, there wasn't a hockey team where I was, and so these things were, where I grew up was a small town, and it was still pretty close minded of like, you know, traditional gender roles, um, and expectations of what a woman should do, what she should look like, how she should talk, how she should dress, the way her mannerisms, you know, so I was punished for being, you know, independent, outspoken, and the only reason why I ended up actually being interested in Strongman, and the only regret I have was that I didn't actually, like, I had a coach who wanted to, train me i've had more than one coach over the years whether it was for swimming kind of like eddie hall in that way i'm a really good swimmer um and uh strongman like want to coach me so like i had i was in my 20s early 20s a strongman coach came to my church at the time and he you know he put a bunch of equipment out and he was shitting his pants because every single guy in that four hours that came up could not do close to me and um and it was stones you know carrying just like as many sandbags as i could like on my back and and all kinds of things and um you know, I honestly, I was really scared of success and I didn't trust my body. And I didn't, um, I didn't, uh, I explain. like, as a woman, right. If you're raised in that environment, like there's something that just feels like deeply sinful about it and wrong. And you're kind of afraid to get to know who you really are because you're trying so hard to like fit into that feminine image that you have been raised around. Right. So, um, but that was always something that was in my heart and then watching Strongman on TV, right? So I saw, like I said, one of my first guests on the show, Sue, I saw some pictures of her on Instagram and I was like, hey, you're in Manitoba, where, 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 what is that? What is it that you're doing? I want to do that. Where is that? Um, and that's basically kind of how I try to train for Then I, You know, looked on Facebook for resources, you know, starting strength, Mark Ripto, right? And then went into... Um, um, Startingstrongman.com downloaded books and basically just hurt myself and taught <laughs> myself in the gym. And I had always been weightlifting since I was thirteen and always like working out. So that part was that that foundational athleticism was always there. But the hardest part was our obviously barbell technique, like what you're talking about, squatting properly and that kind of thing. But the fact that you've been, you know, talent has scouted you at a young age and seen that, yeah, your your options are online un- endless because you're going to be healthier and fitter because you're younger, right? Your body's gonna have more potential, and um, you're not having all these bad habits, right, or injuries because you're not like like your mom's age, like me, or like, you know, older. We're not that old, but I'm just saying, like things start to hurt every 10 years. They start to a little bit more. Um, so there's like the potentials on unlimited, right? But um like what I'm saying is I think there's a lot more women who are, could have the potential, young women talented like you, if there was somebody who just like they were just exposed to it. you know what I mean? Someone had just seen them and said, Hey, you're pretty strong for a kid, you know? I you always hope that I I wish somebody would go back in time and just
2: tell. 13 yeah. minutes, stephanie to start squatting like just yep. go back in time and like how um it could have changed my my direction
0: my trajectory mm-hmm. how the barbell mm-hmm. makes me feel now imagine if it mm-hmm. would have made me feel that way as a yeah teenager. that's what i'm saying like all the years of insecurity all the the years of body um image issues self-esteem eating disorders all of that, that entire miserable chunk of time could have been just eliminated. And it's a lot of waste of potential. So like, I'm really happy that you being as young as you are, um, are doing this because there's still girls from their smartphones are like selfie check, booty check, (laughs) get these leggings, 9.99, click this link, follow me, only fat." you know what I mean? Like there's girls, teen girls that to me are really going down a really dark road because of the pressures of social media, which we're gonna get into a little bit later. But um, I know you kind of covered like going CrossFit to Strongman, so, Now you're kind of transitioning into powerlifting, right, Mm -hmm. Mackenzie? So, and you're doing very, very good at that. So I'm curious, why have you kind of focused more on the powerlifting versus just the full, you know, creative capacity of strongman?
1: I think strongman is really fun. And it, it has like that more of like, go out there and do it mindset. But in powerlifting, it's a lot more competitive and a lot more, do this do that which my body and mentally I adjust to that and i can take i can take like criticism like that a lot better necessarily
2: uh so i totally think it's because she is a <laughs> freaking excellent squatter and deadlifter and she's yeah. not a huge fan of the movement moving <laughs> So I know people say that powerlifting is boring because it's, you know, the three movements, yeah. but like she's such a good squatter. And like, she's so strong with her deadlift that I just, she can see it, you know, flying. Um, and then her coach right now is a huge, huge influence, um, yeah. in her confidence and in her, um, her future. Like he, he is one of the top guys in Canada. And like, he has said to me, Steph, I see like so much potential in your kid. Like if you, you keep with this, like she can have a scholarship to basically any school that she wants. Like if you, you Damn. Can- yeah. <laughs>
0: See, that's what I'm trying to say when I was a kid, like there was such a mindset of like, you know, your only future is in like landing a husband. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, physically, sexually attractive to the opposite sex. And then if you somehow accomplish that, um, you would also have career success if you are physically, sexually attractive. Right. And it all kind of went around that, not based on like, you know, your book smarts necessarily um, and specifically not for strength sports, right? And um, it's actually pretty amazing that things have opened up as much as they have and those opportunities exist. But yes, because also, because there's not many girls your age doing this, you will be able to set like a tone, right? And that's Mm -hmm. what I'm saying is your influence from doing this is like very important because you're gonna have an impact on your generation, right? Something that your mom and me, cannot do to the same extent as someone who is like because you're closer to their age right so I think that in itself is a huge accomplishment um and anything you do now over and above is just kind of extra grieving sprinkles right so you know you're a trailblazer right and people think trailblazers like wake up and they're like I'm gonna trailblaze today (laughs) because they've watched way too many like Spartan or warrior movies but most of the time you just wake up you're like "Eh, I like this this is good And you keep doing it. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, I've accomplished things. Like, I'm pretty sure me starting this podcast was a great part. Like I'd written it down, but me actually starting on the day that I did was like, I think I was lying in bed. I had a dream. I was napping around my baby. And I think he was like, not even two months old. I think he was like a month and a half old. And I was like, you know what? I want to do a podcast because I knew that there was like um, an area like of need, right, that like that I could do something with it to help people. And that's what I'm trying to say for you, right? Like, this is just the beginning of like amazing things that are going to happen. Yeah. and I'm excited to see it. So um, what is something that you love the most about competing strength sports? Because you talked about how you have played other sports, right? And um, I want to know more about the teenage experience in school. What, like, there's so many things you could be doing. That's what I'm trying to say, good or bad as a teenager being distracted. So what has like led you? Cause I mean, to be disciplined and focused at a young age is hard, right? Your brain's developing, your body's developing. There's just a lot going on. Yeah. So
1: I think I really, as like being an athlete since I was young, it has helped me with the strength sports, take criticism and take direct, like not direct orders, but like say, this is how you do the movement, go do it. It makes it a lot easier when, as a young child, they were like, oh, you can do this in the sport and this in the sport, go do it. So my brain has just adjusted to, Being able to hear someone put out a play or make a plan or set something down and show me, and then Mm -hmm. I go do it.
2: She has never been a normal kid (laughs) from, from a young age. Like her sisters would watch movies at like 18 months. Mackenzie never actually sat and watched a movie till she was almost four. She, yeah, she never um she always said she wanted certain toys but then we'd buy them for her and she never played with them like she's always been like you know almost like a little adult like I feel like she's always been she always has acted like yeah. for years and um the sports is something where she really excelled like um she came home in grade one um and she said mom they're going skating at school because they go skating with their schools and I said okay babe And she's like, I don't know how to skate. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, I need to learn. So I was like, all right, let's do this. So I um, found a, um, at the arena down the street from us, there was a come try ringette. And um, my friend said, you know, ringette is a great way for them to learn how to skate because they kind of forget that they're learning how to skate because they're focusing on the skills as well. And it just like, she just fell in love with it there. Like we put her on the ice and we're like, what the heck's going on? like, and we were just like, this is, this is our, our sporty child. Like she just gets it. Like it just, she just does things and, and, yeah. and it just happens. And I, yeah. she doesn't get that from me or her dad because neither <laughs> one of us are very sporty, but um <laughs> it comes from somewhere. Like it's like this little fire in her that I've always seen like from a young age.
0: I think yes, for sure. And like, I was like that too, when I was a kid. And um, like I said, because I'm a, a woman, you know, it was like, go play barbies like what are you trying to be this independent sassy project leader like my brothers and everyone else to be farting around i'm like you guys let's make a dramatic play because we had like a vcr reporter. and I was, I was like you guys i have a plan i have a project i have a new game i've invented i used to make try to make like board games. my my kids like not my kids but i don't know my brother's pretty i seem as like another child to me you know my little brother but anyway i'd be like i'd be like let's do this he's like no oh, that's dumb i don't want to try i'm like try let's go do something crazy and new and risky come on let's go and they're yeah. like i want to play sega and i was like you suck get him to do things by like bullying him and then eventually get angry and then you know realize that I'm not going to stop harassing him but it's so funny because he has a podcast too and uh, he's a gamer and he makes content and he makes like voiceovers so he does all like like that's what I'm trying to say but when you're at a young age right like it's innate in you right like it's you either have it or you don't you know yeah no. so when people
1: ask like that's the thing too with um getting young kids into the sport I feel like um it's hard because like you said, they have it or they don't.
0: So for me yes, getting- I know it sounds very but it's true. As if somebody who's taught dance for a long time? Like there's like, you, there's a base level you can get everyone mostly to, um, unless they have disabilities or challenges, but then there's definitely like someone you see a kid and they're like, just like, you know, if I had them on a bar for gymnastics and they're just like backflipping, and I'm like, okay, you know? Yeah. like your magic, yeah. Hmm? It's like they have like a magic quality to them right yeah and there's other kids where i say twenty thousand times different ways and they just they're just not getting it or they're just not like they don't have the mental discipline and i think a lot of that has to do with like your innate nature gifts and interest right if you're interested in something you're be, you'll be yeah. you be like way more focused in it without having to force yourself to be focused in it you know what i mean
1: yeah that's like the thing too that if a child's not into it or like literally anyone at any age an adult if they're not into what they're doing forcing themselves to do it will not make their the mentally want to do it more it'll make them want to do it less so if you don't have an interest in what you're doing it'll be harder to do it in the first place that's a I good thing.
0: Like parents who force their kids to like dance and different things and then they just end up hating dance they just end up never pursuing it as a professional gymnast because they have the skills and they could do it but they don't have the motivation and so it's like whatever you physically want to do with your body that makes you happy in terms of sports you should do it and it shouldn't matter you know like mm-hmm. let me tell you this child
2: was in dance for a little bit and it was hell. <laughs> she was I don't like
0: see it. I don't see it. She was like honest.
2: She cried every class. Yeah. I didn't yeah. sit there and hold her hand. And then finally I was just like, you know what? If you hated that much, like let's go find
0: something else. Like this is yeah. not, you don't need to be in the same thing as your sisters. Like, let's go yeah, find your like thing. parents need to support what their kids naturally interested in because you can't stop it. Like everything people tried to stop me from doing my entire life, I'm still doing now. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, you are who you are, right? Like, live your life. Live your best life, you know? Yeah. And
1: everything, everyone is different, so their interests are not going to be the same as every other kid. So yeah. let them do their own thing and doing what they feel like they want to do and they have a passion for will make them and push them to do better in what they're actually good at. And that's so works- what I'm
0: trying to say. Like, yeah. if they're happy and they're doing something to they love, they're more likely to do better in school and stay focused in school. And, like... I've never struggled with the temptation of drugs. Um, I was always, I would start popular, then not end up popular, being popular in school because I would say no to a lot of those things. Um, and that's fine. You know what I mean? Like it becomes easy for you once you're like your kid's focused on something healthy. So if your kid's alone in the room all the time, miserable, like, you, you know, you, you got to get them an outlet. You know what I mean? And whatever it is, or how much of a cost, you need to make it happen and not right. judge them. You know what I mean? Because- you're just going to have, like, I think for you, I was wondering what's your thought process on that, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, like I said, if you guys want to, listeners, if you want to get hooked up with the hottest Panda Strong merch for the ultimate strength gear and gym inspired lifestyle items for your home, including stuff that we've said on the show, um, hilarious things that end up on shirts and pillows, check it out at www.panstrong.ca and search our store and be sure to check out our mail collection and our line that's launched this month. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah, for the men out there that want to be as sexy as me and the rest <coughs> of us ladies on the show. We, th- we threw you some nuggets there's something there for you um <laughs> uh, so anyways back to the topic um of like body image and like I said the pressures on on teen girls and stuff like that um like for you in terms of what you see like with the pressures on girls like for us with magazines like Chris Anglera is a stick okay and if she gained five pounds from eating cheese like my got in trouble because she ate some cheese and she went to some gala I saw a clip the other day <laughs> Like she was talking about stuff that happened and it's like, you know, 10, 20 years ago. And she was like wearing a dress and chase some cheese. So she had like a little, little, little bump, you know, anyways, it wasn't even anything. And, um, Jessica Simpson, you know, like, I'm sure you can think of yeah. certain moments in that Jean outfit where totally healthy women that we th- would th- think is super healthy and fit now, right. That'd be trending on TikTok and Instagram back then was considered like super fat or obese. So I'm curious what your thought processes are as like what you feel the expectations are on for you. Um, on you in society right now in school as a teen year old and body image, like the, the environment and experience for you right now.
1: I definitely think that doing and being included in my own passion of what I like and like powerlifting and strongman have me have a different eye on my body and that it really like it it does matter, but it doesn't. How you look and how you feel are two different things. So If you feel good and you feel healthy and you look not like you want to or not like the model in the magazine it really it's not a big deal you just as long as you're you love yourself and you're doing what you love i feel like that's really
2: so me growing up as a as somebody somebody in the 90s who you know the covers of the magazines in the 90s were horrible and my body style um, cause I used to be a hundred pounds heavier than I am. Um, that's
0: what I was going to ask. The, some of the questions I was gonna talk to you about. So, yeah, Let's so yeah. um, so I feel like
2: I, my body style, my body was never accepted back then and always striving towards that. Mm-hmm. And I don't want them. Cause I, I have three daughters. Mackenzie's the middle of three.
0: Mm.
2: So I'm a girl mom and growing up and feeling the way that I felt in my teen years. Like, I hope that. I hope that they never have to feel that. I hope that yeah. they feel like they need to be better because of their, their body. Yeah. So, um, a lot of lingo change in our house, you know, Yeah. telling them that they're more like, they're be- they're all beautiful, Yeah. But they're smart and they're funny and they're intelligent and making sure that they know that stuff too, not just how beautiful they are.
0: Yeah. I mean, your, your success in life is not determined by that. And Really isn't like you could open a business, um, you could go for a trade. I mean, the options are endless now, right? And you can be a stay-at-home mom and entrepreneur like me, so there you don't have to fit into those norms. But I'm curious, do you feel in school right now? Because, like I said, of the social media pressures, um, like the you know butt lifts actually are so common now in teens and and plastic surgery, and and hundreds of people die every year from it. I watched a documentary the other day. It's actually a really crazy statistical number where they're trying to get things like butt lifts banned because the chance of death is so high because it's not normal, right? So when you see women with these ginormous curves and little waist, it's not just waist training. They most likely have had a butt lift because, you know, you get sucked fat from everywhere else and it gets stuck in your butt and that's like not natural. So I, and then there's teen moms or sorry, moms to teens and who love plastic surgery, have no problem bringing their daughter in and think it's super good. Just like there's pageants, right? And I'm triggering, but I'm pretty sure that crowd and this podcast is fun to podcasts, if if they do. Come at me, come at me. But, anyways, I'm a dancer. I like modeling. I like to look really pretty and wear bling bling and fashionable clothes. But I also like to get really dirty, covered in chalk, and lift heavy weights. So I'm just curious, like, what are the pressures you feel right now in high school and around you in the day to day? And how do you how do you fight back against that? How do you champion it? Other girls that you talk to because of you doing weightlifting that you you know speak into their life and say, hey, you know, start training strength or your people way or like, tell me about your experience. You know, away from home, away from the gym.
1: I think most girls in this and at least my age, a lot of them are into sports and activities and physical activity. Physical activities are what they love, which I think is really great. So mm-hmm. it's not a huge thing where I feel put down because of being strong or being or doing something different than what a normal thirteen-year-old girl would do. Really, I think it def it, it is different, and I'm not like like no regular regular 13 year old girl is lifting 315 pounds but no regular te- like there's no i don't know to let like oh, yeah. deadlifting more than me right now and
0: that's I just <laughs> had a baby to be fair but still i mean like damn you know i get to understand i've got 20 i gotta do some math 20 oh my god i have more than 20 years than you i am so old oh, <laughs> oh my gosh i have never realized that just now anyways you're you're like lifting more than me right now so yeah it is pretty damn rare it is pretty bad. Yeah. She she has a pretty good group of girlfriends
2: at school who are you know she's kind of migrated towards the girls who play hockey play travel baseball um Soccer, yeah dance.
1: they're all athletic so putting each other down for our ability to do the things, thing at. yeah and things with our body is not something that we do if anything we bring each other up by watching each other accomplish things mm. even greater than we thought we ever could I think. So go ahead. If anything, um, she does come
2: across it a little bit more on the internet. Yeah. yeah. When people find out that she lifts, um, generally the first question out of anybody's mouth is, "How much do you bench?"
1: Or don't hurt yourself. Or. Oh, she's she's such dumb stuff. You know,
0: how much you lift is a very dumb question because the fact that you're weightlifting all at thirteen, when none of us girls ever did that in our generation, is a stupid question. Yeah. Say? Well, I just don't know. I I I don't know what answer they want from her. Like, if they're going to say, "Oh."
2: but I can do more. Well, you're a boy for one yeah. most time. It's men asking or boys, teenage yeah. boys, you're a boy. So you should be lifting more, maybe depending you on have, your size, right?
1: Most of them have years on me too. So whether they're older in general, or they've been lifting for more years than I have, it's like, it's like they're trying to compare something. It's an ego control thing, right? Because as long as you, oh, yeah.
0: men rely so much on a couple things, being physically stronger than other males and women, because that's how they feel that they're the protector. Or the provider, um, or have their shit together. That's how they they equate their worth with that. Um, as same with like how much money they make, the vehicle they drive, right? And I mean, women, when we were like when we were young, you know, we hated you hated, hated the mean girls or the mean boys, but you know, you had to respect them, you had to play their stupid games so you didn't get bullied. So I'm I'm curious, after like I was your age, you know, like I said over twenty years ago, what is that like? Is that environment still exist in schools? Are still the mean girls or the skinny girls who rule the world, or now? women like you right look at Victoria's Secret for example how they're hiring like you know female athletes just just throw it out there um do you feel that there is you the roles are reversed right that's been kind of a discussion now where people like yourself are you know kind of leading the pack and you know making the significant changes in schools and, and now you're the cool kids or is it still like you're your own independent posse and then there's the same old drama around you and you're just trying to like avoid it you know what I mean
1: um, There definitely is stuff in like with boys trying to like be like, oh, I'm stronger than you and stuff. But I think it all comes off as like jokes and it's not like something huge where we would get in like huge fights or like get extremely insulted by a guy or a girl trying to one up you or say that they're better than you. It, yeah. It's not as intense as I feel like it was before. And I don't think like everyone's image on each other is different so how we see each other is not the same and the way that we express how we see each other is Mm -hmm. either silent or it's not at all really so it that like takes away the conflict between like the drama and all that kind of stuff like obviously there's 13 year old drama with like, uh, boyfriend and stuff, but... Kevin is my boyfriend. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I saw him first.
1: Uh, I've
0: Mc... been him on for five, nine years, Sandra. You I knew didn't... that when I had braces. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: Mackenzie is very well liked in her grade, too. Like, I think that, um, you know, personality-wise, like, you're generally yeah. nice everybody, and, like, her teachers have good things to say. So, um. I don't think they have the same stories as I do. Like I've told them about how I was picked on it's- and the names I was called. Like we've had open conversations of, you know, how, when I was 12 years old, I started secretly binge eating. Like, yes, I did the same, my friend. Yeah. So like, um, I talk to them about that stuff because I want to educate them on, you know, my feelings and why mommy is the way she is now yep. as, as yeah. a as an adult and just start the conversation so that if something is going on like they know like I've been through it and I understand and you can talk to me about it um but so
1: far like nothing it's not like necessarily though like who the kids are it's how the generations have changed and how the world has changed yeah, that's what I'm saying mm-hmm. the sight and the way that we all see each other is not the same so something like that happening to me or to someone else I feel like as a person, I would stand up, I would say something where I feel like back then everyone was scared or it was just like a follow the crowd type thing. And it I, was one against all. The basically. nickname
2: that I got um, from the boys in elementary school was Shamu. They used to call me. Um,
1: oh my God. Me too,
0: man. I got called free Willie. I got, I was, whale was the biggest one. Um, Oompa Loompa. What else is big? Roly poly, Oly, the Michelin man, all those types of things, you know?
2: you know? Yeah. So like when I told them that that was like, that's like a, you know, it's a hurt thing for me. Like mm-hmm. they were like, I can't believe that that you had to go through that mom.
0: Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, like at that time too, um, they're like school administrators were not keeping people responsible and they weren't holding them accountable. And the behavior went unchecked. And even if it was found out about, nobody did anything about it because it was like, Oh, that's normal teen behavior. And it's not. And that's how you make those cultural shift changes and say, not today, no more, this is done. Um, and that's, you know, like all the women who started competing as strong men when there was no competition, they're the only woman. I mean, I don't know anything more fucking brave than that. I really don't. Honest when everyone's you. doubting you or not supporting, encouraging you, no one cheering for you and you're just out there on your own, doing your own fucking thing like that. I have, I have so much respect for anybody who is willing to do something and be the only one, you know, not even just underdog, just being the only one and saying to myself, you know, I don't need... Like that's the thing when you're younger, you feel like you need permission, right? You need, you need to permission to exist, to, to look a certain way. Like you need your friend's permission to wear a certain outfit or they have to like it. Now I'm like, I don't, I don't care, man. Like I'm gonna wear what I want to say what I want and you know, right. Like live your life. But, um, so back to your uh, body image issues and stuff, like obviously you transform your body through this. So how has that changed like your relationship with yourself, Seth, like personally, professionally your relationship with your kids your daughters obviously like you know Mackenzie started lifting so talk to me about how that's kind of trans like transformed you in the inside right and extra so I I I, I have always been the chubby
2: kid like right from like if you look back to grade two pictures I was always the chubby kid um -hmm. I had a teacher in grade three tell me I wasn't pretty enough to do something um I was made fun of so like it was just hurt after hurt after hurt which turned into binge Mm -hmm. eating which turned into you know me not loving myself because constantly being told that I wasn't good enough because of the way I looked yeah uh, having daughters changed yeah. that completely yeah. because I was like there is no fucking way yeah they are going to feel like this yeah. So, yeah um the weight loss I think was more of me finding myself rather than anything so I thought that I, I just wasn't comfortable in my skin. It had nothing really even to do with the number. My, my goal, when I started losing the weight was I wanted to shop in any store. I didn't want to be limited. There was no number on my weight loss. And this was the first time that I was, this was the first time that I was doing it for me and not for something, not for a wedding, not for an event. This was the first time that I was like, no, I want to do this. And I want to fit into, I want to fit into old Navy jeans. You know, I want to fit into size 14. I, that was my goal. Size 14. Um, and then it it happened and then I found the barbell and then like it has become a whole different journey since then yeah. because you don't just lose weight and yeah.
0: self-love comes. Like that 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 doesn't That's mean- a myth. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like when you see images like that, it's a lie. Yeah. It's a total lie. Women who are thin and super, super like crazy stick thin. Like they, there has to be a transformation in the mind, heart and self-love, I'm gonna show love like a change within. Like your inner image of yourself, do you know what I mean? Regardless of, because you won't find happiness. I learned that too, you know.
2: Yeah, and I think it was just a process of me doing the hard shit and succeeding. So Uh the confidence and the transformation has built through that more than anything. Yes, Uh I lost the weight. Yes, it's hard. Don't ever Uh let anyone tell you that it's easy. I've maintained for eight years.
0: This little keto trick and this little fat barrier. There are no tricks. You eat bananas and drink water. And, yeah. to today and get those naps honey you know yeah. I'm you should see people's faces
2: when people are like what's your secret and i said there is no secret there is no secret Is no secret i am consistent as fuck yeah and i work Ooh, really hard
0: our time yeah <laughs> <laughs> so many shirts coming from these shows it's amazing you know i never had to sit there and creatively think they got you guys you know yeah <laughs> <no>. just,
2: <laughs> i am i am i'm consistent like if you look at my journey that's even when i have a shitty day a a shitty food day or you know what i mean like i have treats like i just jump back on the bandwagon and that's that was the huge huge transition with, with why i'm successful successful this time as opposed to last time um mind you i am 30 pounds heavier right now than i was at my lightest uh i've been weight training for about eight yeah. years now. Like since I lost the weight, I've been weight training. And you know, at 155 pounds, I was a size 12. And right now, where I sit at 185 pounds, I'm still a fucking size 12. So
0: yeah, no, exactly. The weights, yeah, matter. yeah, no, it doesn't. And like, see, for me for this fall, is like, and when I keep and, and I think I'll always mentally battle the whole eating this sort of thing because there's always gonna be triggers in life. I don't struggle with the food anymore because I like healthy food and because i abuse myself with supplements and fat burners and diets, like my stomach can't handle that anymore. So like, I don't like physically feeling like shit. So I don't struggle with that. Um, it's the only time I struggle with self-doubt, like in terms of like the looks, because, um, you know, I want to be like at a certain physical, um, abilities. And that's what motivates me is like, just being like, I'm like, I need to be consistent and keep doing the right things. And I just want to be able to physically do things I want to do and not worry about the way or what I look like you know, that's why this summer I wore like, um, like I had a lot of stares on the beach. I had a compliments, but I had a lot, like I'm talking crowds of people staring because I was wearing like, like, a, like how it's called like a surfer suit. And it's like shorts. And it's something typically really skinny girls would wear. And, you know, I bought it, it's like a canoe and swim with my kids and not worried about, you know, a wedgie, a <laughs> swimsuit oh. keen wedgie. Something I feel comfortable and sporty and that I could run on the beach or in the water with like, just, just like, you know, be sporty and feel fun. Um, and that's not normal. Like they, they weren't used to seeing that. Right. And so It's like, you have to be, get comfortable in your own skin of where you are now and today so that you can achieve those goals. Like self-hating, um, is not going to get you where you are. You know, you just have to keep doing the right things and hope for the best. And yeah, you may never weigh what you want to weigh. Uh, you may never get down. Like that is the truth of things and that's okay. Like, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. If you're eating healthy you're exercising and you most importantly have self-love, you know, you're, you know what I mean? Like the things in your life that you want to have outside of your weight are there. That's what, to me, that's true health, right? Because you can be skinny and if all the life things in your life are stressful and horrible and you're not where you want to be in a relationship or in your career or your friendships or whatever, then what is skinniness to you? Right. Yeah. Like at the end of the day. Um, health first, you know, but like you said, it's just you didn't want to be limited. You want to be able to do things, and that's how I feel about my body after having kids, right? Like I don't want to be feeling like broken and disabled from it, right? So me hitting the barbells this time around, it was like I have no idea what's gonna happen. I'm and you know, I couldn't get off the bench. I had to roll off the bench because I literally was that weak and had that low mobility. And I couldn't, I could barely squat, barely squat even with a box, you know, but you know, there's times where I was in pain or I hurt myself and it stopped for a while, but I was like, I'm just going to keep getting up. And that's consistency, right? It's like, just, just keep on the eye on the prize, no matter how long it takes, you know, some people to yeah. me three months, a year, like, you know, the yeah. progress, you don't have control, but overload, like the progressive overload will work. It's just a matter of time, yeah. you know? And people always say like, where, where's your motivation from? And I was like, that
2: motivation left a long freaking time yeah. ago. Oh, this- yes. Yeah. There are days I go out there and you know, there's days where I'm like, I wish I could just eat whatever the fuck I want to eat. Like yeah, yeah, I know it just my body does not work that way.
0: Nope, mine doesn't either.
2: I can't. So um, you know, the motivation left a long time ago and I have goals and I have things I want to do and the dedication is kicked in. Yeah. And these guys, these guys see it. Like. Between her with the weightlifting, her sister does um, musical theater and just got a you know a little role in Toronto on on uh, for like a performance. So like between my girls, like I'm gonna freaking rule the world, these these three.
0: Who run the world? Yeah, who, yep. who, <laughs> who run the world. Girls? Who run girls? the world girls. Anyways, um, um it's my passion. Yes. Um um some method, that like when she like says really fast rapid make them think that we can but that we won't and then she's like boy don't even try to test me oh this shit is crazy I'm like i love her yeah um, she's good. <laughs> she's good. she's good like That's just good dropping shot. like you know um mic drops i was looking at your name i'm like can ham because she can do it like a can ham because you can
2: yeah exactly
0: you're gonna work for you're gonna wrap kind of strong and these are gonna be your shirts be like a can-ham, you can ham because you can't i'm gonna make that because you're gonna wear competition
2: <laughs> that's good
0: that's and good that's gonna say like on the back like slide into my dms if you want to be as awesome as me you know yeah. oh yeah,
2: oh, yeah. That's- Boom. i need
0: sending it to you so um if you guys
2: want to con- chip in a sense that we do spend a lot of freaking time together uh driving <gasps> to events driving to things prepping for stuff going on
1: airplanes yeah going on
2: airplanes um she is my training buddy. She's my training partner. Uh, I can talk to her when I'm having a crappy day and she can talk to me, uh, especially if it's crappy gym day, cause not all days are good days. And you know, it's nice. Um, having it be your kid, mm-hmm.
0: you know?
2: She came there out of went. my womb. I made her.
1: <laughs> I made that. I did. And I can't drive yet either, so I can't just yeah. drive away. <laughs> Get back here and lift some weight. Yeah. yeah.
0: You no. Know, um, my mom would be like, "Get back here and clean the kitchen," because yeah. that's the difference in generations. Yeah. Um, so on that topic of influencing the next generation, um, so I'll start with you, Mackenzie. Like, you know, as an up and coming, very successful powerlifting athlete. What do you hope your influence will have on other teen girls in your school, your community, and globally?
1: I really just hope that girls and kids and people in general just go and do what they love. No matter what people are telling them or what people are pushing them to do, they do what they want to do, what they love to do, no matter what.
0: Uh, that's a
2: good answer. You know, yeah, that was, she, I'm a little silent right now because that was a good answer. <laughs> You're like,
0: good. ah, how do I have that one? You're
2: like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> I hope that she, um, influences the next generation or that there's girls out there, you know, kind of watching her and saying, Hey, like, maybe I want to try that. And maybe or, they won't try it right now, or, but maybe they'll remember in a couple of years when they're at a gym, and they're like, I remember that 13-year-old and she was deadlifting 315 pounds. And and maybe it's something that I want to try or
1: or to just go out and try something new. It, it doesn't yeah. have to be strongman, it doesn't have to be powerlifting, something new to make a difference, to to inspire people to do better, to inspire yourself to be a better person as a whole just yep. go out there and do something <laughs> just do
0: something yeah do it yeah I'm so sure i don't want to do do it though because nike's going to come after me no you're, <laughs> right, you're you know, right i don't have the kind of lawyers and finances you all <laughs> have to bail me out we should call it the stephanie fund and it's literally just the panda strong family fund or something they like controversial shirts that i make and then there's yeah. a possibility someone at some point will come after me and then we'll have a fees already set aside yeah. um, i'm like a strong man. It's different, but you know you're gonna be choked up for two reasons because Like when I watch your mom and how she looks at you, like the love and admiration she has for you, it's really beautiful. Like you're choking me up because your mom is in awe of you. And I think, you know, she's so grateful to have you. And, you know, you're obviously really grateful to have her. Not everyone has. That type of relationship with their mother, especially talking about how the generations have changed, there's a lot of conflict. Like I have a lot of conflict with my mom a lot of times because she still sometimes tries to push me into those like traditional roles. Now over the years, though, because I've pushed back so much, she's starting to be very supportive of this. But that wasn't the case when I was your age, and so I don't think you realize that you're even inspiring women of my generation and older because when they see you, they, they, they you know they remind of who they were when they were 13 and um, how they felt about themselves, and maybe question like you know what their you know what their dreams were, and then they get a little bit of courage from seeing you and say, Hey, you know, maybe if that girl can do, maybe I can do it. And they like, it's so important for women to find their happiness and figure out who they are outside of their husbands or spouses or partners or their kids or their career, find out who they really are, you know? And there's that little girl inside of all of us that for some of us is more healed or broken or whatever, but there's a place and there that we, have you know, pushed down things that have happened and we haven't dealt with it. So I think like, you don't really find true happiness, regardless of how much you travel, how much money you have, like, who you've been, had sex with, like whatever things people tell you, right? Like being Instagram popular, whatever, tell you that that's going to be happiness. Like outside of all of that, it's like really finding who you are. So I think that you're inspiring a lot of uh, women of all ages to say, Hey, if she can do it, then I can. I mean, you've certainly inspired my deadlift. When I saw your deadlift, I was like, I need to go down to the gym right now. <laughs> I need to go work out. I mean, dang. So what do you, like Stephanie, what do you think for other moms watching this could learn about the benefits of training for strong, um, like strength sports, strong sports, same thing, Um, strength sports as a duo, you know, for moms or, you know, like families who are wanting to be fit together and want to get into this together like um it you know. definitely
2: um strongman specifically uh even powerlifting does have like a community aspect to it so it goes beyond your own gym and beyond your own family you start creating like uh, another type of family as well um but uh as far as like um what to say to those families is that you know strength is transferable everywhere you use strength every day in in your life like um, somebody who wants to get stronger for different reasons, not like me who wants to like lift their weights and and push themselves on a barbell, but even somebody who wants to gain strength because you know they don't want to lose the ability to walk up the stairs, like an older person, or um, mm-hmm. somebody like my mom who um, just battled cancer this past year. Um, she's been training oh. in the gym, just doing light things,
0: wow. and you know,
2: you know what I mean, getting. Uh, one, getting her confidence back in herself, yeah. and two, um, she is, you know, just out there working her body. She's not pushing heavy weights. She's, yeah. she's kettlebell deadlifting, you know, twenty six pounds. But she's out there and she's trying. Yeah. And yeah. Um, wow, I just think it's it is something that um, goes over like a much broader. Uh, spectrum. Then people then people realize they put this yeah. this strength thing into a box, and I don't think they realize yeah. how how um
1: much more how is. much
2: more it is. Yeah, exactly. You're yeah. right.
0: Wow. Like, um, what was I going to say? It's it's. Do you think that she, you know, started lifting weights and has recovered from cancer and fought it and is winning because of seeing you lift weights, like you guys, like that had an influence on her to to start doing that?
2: Um, so she always was like a, a gym bunny. Like she, she's been going to gym since I was, was little, um, her body image isn't the greatest. So I try and, um, I changed again, the dialogue. It's something that I make a conscious choice of changing the dialogue with her as well. And, and, you know, bringing that to their, to their, um, attention as well. Like this is the difference. This is what mommy came from. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I, she, she is an inspiration because as much as she doesn't think she is, sometimes she is a fighter. She was the main breadwinner in my house. She, you know what I mean? She always tried to stay physically fit and was she perfect? No. Am I perfect? No. But, um, you know, having her as my example of doing the best that you possibly can definitely is the reason why I'm where I am too.
0: So like, I mean, like even a negative experience with your parents in life, you can turn into a positive, right? Like
2: 100%. So
0: so like, obviously like your mom's body image affected you. The women I was around always had poor body image and that affected my body image, you know, but my mom was a fighter, you know, she's a single mom and she went through a lot of stuff and I had to fight to survive, you know, just like my mom and that built a warrior in me, you know, and, um, sometimes, you know, warriors, uh, struggling silence and you know we we go through things at times like memories you know um but at the same time it's like you know your same thing that's your kryptonite's your superpower, right and it's just a matter of like controlling so releasing true. releasing from yourself the expectation that you always have to smile right like when I was younger I was taught as a woman I always have to smile and fucking happy like my face would be physically exhausted from like every day oh yes teacher yes 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 um and it's okay to be like like my driver's license pictures are not pretty because I'm always like like super miserable because it's like yeah. my absolute resting dead face is either floop second chin you know like when the camera's like this you're lying down or it's just like or I'm like looking at my kid like can you not you know and yeah. then there's a the smile that I freak myself out when I get really have to really smile now because I I haven't forced that on myself anymore for so long that when I get a really happy smile I'm like whoa and even I remember when I would do that more like even in the gym when I used to work out there was this expectation you had to wear makeup look a certain way sit a certain way be pretty for the boys at the gym so just that physical, like I remember when I started training for song, just releasing that mindset of, I have to look a certain way or act a certain way in the gym. Cause I'm a woman. That was actually really hard. That was actually something I had to like overcome regardless of my weight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it's what I'm trying to say is like influence is good or bad. You have to, you have to find like your own identity, your own self-love and have those dialogues and conversations instead of hiding it. Like question, like, why do you feel this way about your body? Why is it? when it becomes fall or winter, you feel like you have to, you know, really push hard in the gym and and, and go re- like why do you have these timelines and this like these patterns? Do you know what I mean? No, I, I get it, yeah. Mackenzie's like just chilling. You're just chilling. Just <laughs> hanging, just being a team, no big deal. So on that subject, um, now that winter's around the corner, you know, and uh, like I said, people are feeling the pressure to get fit underneath that parka, before the next spring comes. Are you okay, girl? You're choking on people. No, she's like, oh, she's white girl things. She's eating cucumbers, people. I told her, what well, you do you do? <laughs> protein mar, you're protein? protein shake, you eat some chicken. Now she's eating We're cucumbers, can I need another one. You owe it to the, the genetics and the DNA of the human um, animal, whatever you want to say, out of our history, you owe it to your genetics to be eating protein, okay? Yeah. You have a superpower, you yeah. must take care of it, okay? I don't want to see another thing of cucumbers in your hand. Next time. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have any left (laughs) (laughs) anyways. Just went hard on cucumbers. Are you thirsty? Drink Amino drink. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. This podcast is sponsored by Supplement King. Um, (laughs) Like, what are some hacks, like fitness tips that you have for audience now that that pressure is coming on anything from body image from training, from nutrition. Obviously you had to find a work-life balance being a mom of three girls and training and transform your body slowly over time. Like you said, you train consistently as F. So what are those things that you've consistently done and hacks that have, you know, helped you guys achieve your success now?
1: I think as an athlete for both of us, we're both trying to grow on separating the gym from outside life. So not letting what happens in your life and how the day made you feel affect how your day in the gym is going to go because you're just out there to go have fun to go do what you love and watching other things affect that part of life is definitely hard so trying to separate your basic life from what you are doing for yourself is something that will help you improve in what you're doing making it two different things instead of trying to work off of something that could drain you even more and take your success and basically not it, it not express it the way it should be expressed mm-hmm. <laughs> um some of the things
2: that uh really helped me is i'm a i'm a goal setter i i you know, I strive when I have a certain goal and it right now for me, it's competition. You know, when I have that next competition going forward, Mm -hmm. it really helps me push towards, you know, those days that I don't want to be out in the gym. It's like, Mm -hmm. but you know, Mm -hmm. you have to get out there. You have to do it. Uh,
1: making sure that your goals are not negative though. And pushing yourself into the wrong mental state is very challenging. So like her goal is to compete and to so good in competing, which is very like it's a very healthy goal because it's generalized. So you're not setting too high of expectations to yourself. You're just saying you need to work up to this level. And because yeah. I'm gonna win
2: nationals as a masters athlete. That's my goal.
0: Which is <laughs> a general, it's a general mean, listen, goal, this but... is your shirt. I'm telling you come up with a full expression, okay? Yeah. Okay. It- so do it like a canham. that is literally the shirt and i'm sending it to you and you better wear it okay no because you know in three years i'm going to be
2: a master's athlete and like when i started strongman i was like my goal is to to win nationals like that first year that i enter that's my goal every time i hear the word masters i just think master you know (laughs) master like (laughs) Who wishes that they were 40? Me. I wish
0: I that's old. I don't even understand. Like I get it when I was a kid because I thought 40 was so old. But now that I'm like, I'm not telling you bitches what my age is. Okay. Don't ask me. You're not gonna know. <laughs> not I still look young. But yes, I think to me, masters I always think of like 50 plus, like at least 45 plus. Yeah, no so it's it's, for me. Like because okay, people, 40. <laughs> yeah, and people had kids younger, right? So like they're sure. 40, 45, they're masters athlete, and they've got girls like you and it weirds me out because like I had my first at 27 right so it's like huh what you know an x amount of time will be masters athlete what the hell you know I don't have white hair like it just I don't know it messes with my mind I don't know if I'll be able to say it why I'm supposed to say it (laughs) (laughs) because I'm like oh well anybody who's new to the sport who wasn't you know lifting or athlete like athletic their whole life I'm like oh it's on I'm coming for you just yeah get it I don't I I think it's just because I don't have a chance of being
2: you don't have a chance, but being competitive at, in my weight class for strongman is kind of, you know, I started late to the game. So that's just the, the, the goals that I set for myself.
0: Mm-hmm. In so break down, like I said, what your training looks like, be specific. So like what, how many days a week do you train? What kind of things do you do when you train like sets reps? What exercises do you do? Um, and like I said, now that we're going into the fall, so like, what's, what's your programming going to look like from fall to spring and nutrition? What's your schedule? Um, so I have
2: a competition December 4th and 5th. Uh, it is a two day competition. So I am, uh, training for eight events. So, which is kind of hectic right now. Um, me for myself, my body needs three rest days. So I train four days a week. I'm training a squat, a bed, a squat, a deadlift, an overhead press day. And then my events day. That's Um, what
0: I do too. I like when I, I can do the five day a week thing when it's bodybuilding and it's accessory work, but mm -hmm. No, not when I'm maxing out balls the wall, heavy lifts, like, and yeah. also I like to do more different things. I like to wait for that closer to the competition before I, you know, push into the eighties and nineties, but anyways, continue. Uh, this
2: kid is going to I, national. So her coach has her training. She, it was her choice, <laughs> but you're training. She's training five days a week right now.
1: Plus I have, um, ringette two days a week, most of the time, depending on the weeks. So basically my first day of training, I train powerlifting, which is my squat and my bench, different variations. Um, it's usually right now we're working up to a max because we're closer to the top of like the end of the program. So my squats are like three sets max, and then I do back downs, and then I do like Feet a bench or like different variations. Are you
0: doing like five times three or three times three? Like what? Well, like with your with the sets? Like you did three sets of what though? Like how many reps?
1: Last week I did one set of two at two sixty five. But the week before that I did two sets of three or something like that.
2: Her coach um does a lot of like small reps up to the high, and then she does a lot of bounce. yeah
0: most people like they don't understand that's what's killing them i'm like this isn't crossfit you're doing cardio like at this point you're doing cardio if you're really pushing for heavy heavy strength if you're strong man you need to do a lot of different movements you know so that you're all those little muscles so it's got that bodybuilding aspect you have to lift with implements you still have to do spd and barbell training but you have to do a lot of accessory work with powerlifting, like you have to push into those you know like you said those smaller like you know lots of ones and twos and threes and you know i yeah. need one set of like or you know uh six sets of two or whatever so you what know, i'm trying to say like
1: yeah you don't yeah, need like to be doing the
0: three like- times five five times five You've got your yeah. technique down you're strong, starting to get strong you know
1: yeah it's more of like a building rather than just um squatting necessarily so like i'm building the squat up yeah. and then i'm going back down to do the sets type thing yeah,
0: yeah. no i know what you're saying and it's like progressive underload overload and then also like with strongman it's like if you're pushing for cardio like there's only so many ways you can mess with that right you can try to carry the same weight and run, you know, or you can, you know, carry much heavier weight and walk slower. Uh, you know what I mean? And, or you can go for farther distance and, uh, or add complexity to the lift. Like you've seen barbells and people have like the chains attached to the barbell weight hanging and challenge this, like make it unstable, that kind of thing. Right. Or push deeper, like Ukrainian deadlifts. So pushing deeper down to that squat or chain squats, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um, yeah. So and that's,
1: my second day is, <laughs> yeah, my second day is, uh, deadlift day because I'm training for nationals right now. It's a fifth, it's a 12 inch deadlift on an axle bar. So that's what I'm doing for that. And I have all my accessories and then I have an overhead press day, which is incorporating in the log, which I'm doing for nationals. So right now I'm like at, I'm doing like reps at like over hundred pounds, And then I have an accessory day, which is, I have no main events in that day, except for some log cleans, which is for reps. And then I have, how many days is that?
2: You're on your last day. You have events. And
1: then I have, yeah, events day, which is I do my stone. I do log clean and press. I do sandbag. I do sandbag throws. the,
2: The nationals weights are a little bit heavier than the provincial weights. So they're a little bit more challenging for her. Um, so he has her training, uh, at or above right now. Cause she's, she's capable of it, yeah. um, but, uh, yeah, after nationals though, we are dropping down for her. She's going to three days a week because we're not training for anything specific, Maybe four days a week. <laughs> and then she has a ring at twice a week. So
0: Trust me, as someone who does the dancing and the cardio, like, yeah, you have to take it down with the heavy lifts. If you're going to be doing repetitive movements, um, with the smaller, because then you're really prone for injury, um, on that, before we go on the message of like the cardio for you, Steph, like, uh, before, like you are where you're at now, like when you were transforming your body, was your cardio just weightlifting, um, obviously you did the CrossFit. So there was the cardio, the CrossFit, but now like, what do you, what do you do for that aspect? Is Um, it with like, you know, the volume in your lifts or what do
2: you do? you know, endurance takes a long time to build, like it, it takes a lot. So when I started with Strongman, I said to my coach, it's important for me to maintain it. It doesn't need to be the same level as what I was doing at CrossFit, but I need to have some sort of, you know, that I'm not dying when I walk up the stairs. Like I don't want that again because I used to have that. And uh, I, so I just do like short, uh, eight to 10 minute little, either if I jump on the assault bike that we have or I'll do like a little wall ball workout or I'll skip just something, it, just something that is quick and easy. That gets my cardio. Yeah. And I also do strongman. I also do strongman cardio, you know, running with, I, I'm really baby. terrified
0: because this is a nationals qualifier. This is not am. this isn't fucking like novice. This is heavy shit. So I'm yeah. doing a 250 pound Conan's wheel. Wow. And I could do that before I had my baby. I am legitimately terrified. Cause that's a lot of weight. I used to like be able to like my boyfriend was 250 pounds a long time ago. And he could like hang off my stomach and do crunches. Like I'd be standing up. Um, so I've always had crazy back and ab strength even though I never had, was never shredded. But you know, flu. I've had a baby, I've been stretched. Um, so we'll see. And then I got car deadlift. Um, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna smash the Viking press. even though I haven't moved on that angle for like two years because I'm like, I got this, my overhead press is good. You know, I'm trying bench just going down. Um, And then there's like Atlas stone, which I haven't touched an Atlas stone, so that'll be interesting. I tried to make mine and failed. Um, Yeah.
2: How heavy
0: is it? it? Uh, I don't even know. I think it's, I think it's more than 175 pounds. I can't remember. And then the farmer's in each hand is 160 and um, there's no straps obviously, but uh, I just started training my grip like for um, uh, uh, axle press, like thicker, thicker grip, but I just started. So, I mean, I'm doing it for, like I said, for, uh, you know, I missed it. I want to compete. I like touching implements and stuff like that. And it's more motivation for me. And then I'm like, next summer it's on bitches. Cause that's a whole freaking nine months. Like it's going down like yeah. nine months. I'm going to kill it, you know? Um, yeah. and I've been building my own strongman gym in my garage. And, um, like, you know, I'm going to be up, upli- uh, upgrading to Olympic plates in my basement. I've been training, which is like regular, like one inch bars, one inch plates, but I've been doing high volume, get my insurance up my deficits um, all these other things to challenge my stability, my core, get my posture better, just get all of those important little things there. I could have just spent the like this past year, my baby just turned a year. ago, focusing on just like high volume lifts. But I was like, no, I need to not neglect the things that I've neglected in the past. And, um, you know, that I didn't neglect when I was a dancer, but when I started weightlifting, I, I neglect, cause I mean, there's only so much time a day, you know, so much training you can do, but mm-hmm. um, it's like, because you like you said, you're consistent. You train the little things. It's like, people understand. It's like the winter you're in a parka, like, there's no rush, like just focus on training and reaching all those things. Like you said, your cardio, your flexibility, your balance, your posture, no pain, no injuries. And then when it starts to get close to competition, like, you know, three months out, whatever, uh, you know, start going hard, start lifting some stuff. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I,
2: your your point about core and I always, um, I'm a, I actually am a CrossFit coach at a gym. I manage a gym and I coach and I always tell my um I always do a core finisher at the end. And I always, I never say abs okay, me too. Yeah. I never say abs because I, I say abs are made in the kitchen. I'm not telling you you're having abs. I'm telling you now that you're always- like
0: you don't have abs. You, you, you would in half, like you, you couldn't walk. If you had yeah. no ab strength, that's what people understand. If you had no muscles in your abs. You would just like, like fall to the ground. I know. Cause I've had babies. So have you, if you, if everything's messed up down there, you can't even get off a chair. No, you can't no. get down into a bathtub. So you all have abs. You just yeah, can't. And, and
2: training your, your core with even just some static holds, some planks, whatever, yeah. you know, all you need is five minutes a day, but that is the, the basis of your lifts. Like that's, that's the center. Like, yeah, I can't believe how strong of a core I have now
0: because of just heavy lifting. Yep. Yeah. So one, and so Mackenzie is like stretching right now. She's like, my back, my onions. My back! <laughs> She's also checking herself out. She's like, oh my God, look at my mermaid hair. This is the problem with freaking Zoom and like doing these chats. Like I had a stroke in my twenties, legit, sorry for another day. And so like one of my eyebrows doesn't move. Uh. Or it does, but it's like, there's like, what? There's a movie. There's another movie called movie where like the girl gets plastic surgery and like that like, that's what it reminds me of. Oh. But anyways. Um, <laughs> This is funny because all girls do it. We all do, no matter the age. You can be like that. And you're like, how do my hair look? How do I look right? Oh, I love
2: mirrors. I love mirrors.
0: You're walking by, I'm so beautiful. Look at me. Uh, so lastly, as a CrossFit coach, um, from that perspective, as a coach, what do you recommend? Like, Like I said, fitness tips, things that people could focus on right now. Like, obviously like people don't know if they're gonna be locked out of a gym. Um, they don't know when competitions are happening. Um, some people have gained weight or lost strength because of all the ups and downs or just personal issues like job loss. People have been through some shit the past two years. So okay. what are like some, you know, cause you said consistent as F, right? So like, what are some, you know, fitness tips hacks you have as a strength coach, best fit coach for the whole. Uh,
2: so I'm just gonna say something first, two things. Um, I was on like a, uh, a podcast panel and it was all about body confidence and, um, healthy living. And she brought up a really good point with everyone. Um, everyone keeps coming into the gym and saying, I've gained 20 pounds. I haven't done anything for a year. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. We need to change our mindset about how you're approaching this. So mm-hmm. this past year has been shit. Right. And we all chose to stay home to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. So we need to like change our mindset about, what we did for the past year. So if you gained 20 pounds, if you went out of the gym, if you know, you're not where you want to be fitness related, yeah. it's because you probably chose health in a different way because of what's going on in our world right now. Yeah. So we're back on the bandwagon of, you know, you're realizing that you're not comfortable where you are, or you just want to get back at it. Cause you know, it makes you feel good. I would just say, uh, you need to start with a, a game plan, start small, especially if you're jumping back into something a couple of days a week. Body weight stuff, like if you don't have access to a gym, is just as beneficial. Buy yourself some some of those bands,
0: your resistance band. Bye, bands. Buy those the booty bands. Stay away from the freaking booty bands. No, not booty bands. you don't okay. Hold that thought, but one quick interjection. Did you know fact check time? Uh Mackenzie, I almost called you Stephanie. Mackenzie, smile. Smile, you're a woman. I'm just kidding. I have to. <laughs> Um, women have had permanent vein damage and have had, had surgeries, and bruising, and horrible trauma to their legs from booty bands. Okay, don't do it, people. I wish <laughs> bands <laughs> going, going back to you know, on the barbells, but booty your band? butt
2: lifts, and they're like their butt lifts sure. on the internet, and they're like, I do this with the booty bands, and I'm like, no, you don't. Just admit that you freaking had a butt. You're
0: lift. You made it for this video. We know yeah. that you're doing like, machines and dumbbells and other stuff in the be- Yeah, just squat. That's all I have to say. No, <laughs> you want a
2: butt, just squat start squatting
0: except for that except for me like I have a lower ass that's like um gone inwards like it's not libre style like if I flex my ass like it goes all the way in like it disappears um but then when I bend over it's huge like I accidentally knock my kids over all the time like my baby <laughs> walks by she goes flying to fridge so um <laughs> so I do sumo squats because um it's really oh, weird okay. I'm actually stronger in sumo squats than conventional even though my lower ass is small it makes no sense um, but it's helped me, to, yeah. So now I've got this kind of weird addiction for like, instead of like I like I like making fun of myself in that sense. Like instead of like trying to work around or like be in the mirror and wear spangs to be ashamed, I'm like I'm like and squeeze, you know. And I just like squeeze the booty and go for like these weird uncomfortable angles um I'm like something should i do at gyms i'm like this is very much a skinny influencer tiktok girl thing to do that i'm doing right now <laughs> big bitches like me don't do this stuff but i've been doing it so some of sure. it does work yes you can accomplish great things <laughs> with yeah. similar squats and and uh like bands resistant bands and you know just pulses people really underestimate pauses and pulses yes i was in was- slow motion we've been doing a lot
2: of pauses and in, in CrossFit and they've been asking me why. And I said, cause it makes you stronger when you stop, when you're in the movement, like it literally I mean, makes it slow
0: it down. Fun. Yeah. Like when you have to, like, when you, do, like, I used to be competitive ballroom dancer and like, when you have to like slow that down and somehow balance each other's weight and move that you don't have gravity and momentum and motion, like oh, those quick twitch muscles and you have to exact say movement. And it's a simple movement, like a cross-step connect. It's not a flip. You're not throwing up your partner. You're not dipping them. Just a simple crossover or you dip them in slow motion, they've got to hold their weight basically in a plank right above the ground, like Mm -hmm. reverse plank. Like, let me tell you, you know what I mean? So it's like, there's nothing wrong with doing slow. There's nothing wrong with doing less. Less is more. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, for me this fall, I'm just trying to like focus and rejoice and meditate on the little things. And that's, that's like my whole motto for this fall. It's like, I used to always been like, go big or go home. But even with the podcast, what I'm learning and with my brand. is just like, you know, it's all these little moments from the podcast. all these little things that are happening kind of natural organically that makes life beautiful, right? Versus like, I got to be the next influencer and I got to look like that. Like, just, just live girl. Just do you. Don't worry about that. You know? that. Like that's
2: when, like with my own personal Instagram, when I started being more myself and, you know, showing the nitty and the gritty and the pee pants and the stupid dancing and <laughs> It's I
0: feed myself lifting in base, by myself many times. And I'm like this, cause most of the time I don't want to go up my stairs, like three flights of stairs go pee. And I'm like, I can get another deadlift in. And then I'm like, oops, um, yeah, you know, around. So and then people are like, <laughs> I don't know. People just flock to you
2: after like when I started being myself more so like
0: be yourself. That's another movie so like, there's like yeah. a teacher. Be yeah. yourself. Do it like a can't because yeah. you can't. <laughs> also be yourself. <laughs> Steph uh, McKenna like, I, I got a song you ain't got. Yeah. Maybe if I rap it, you'll like it, you know? Oh, I just got the yeets and the skirts in there. Yeet, skirts, <coughs> stop that, hold that. What'd you look at me like that for? I named one of our competitions um, off that song. Did <laughs> you yeah. Well, cause Strongman, you're yeeting things. You, know, you, you are, you that are yeah. holding that, you know, it made sense to me. Um, but yeah, if you want to connect with uh Steph as a strength coach, uh, like I said, hop on to our Facebook group. If you are yourself a strength athlete, coach, personal trainer, or fitness instructor, apply to our elite athlete sponsorship program. And uh, what that is amazing is like you know, for your gym, for your competition. So, if you're women making changes and moves and, and helping the strength community grow for disabled athletes, teens, masters, you're making changes, positive changes. I want to support you to help you support other people. If you love our brand and you want to uh, be one of our ambassadors and join our strong family, uh, check out our site, like I said, www.panstrong.ca and all the information's up there. But I want to thank you, Steph and McKenzie, for being on the show. You are both super incredibly inspiring to me. I can relate to you so much. i feel be like, you know, McKenzie, you're like the mini, mini us when we were younger, you know, and Steph, you're the real in the flesh current, you know, um, relevant. <laughs> for for our generation but in closing thoughts um what is what if you could you know if there was someone listening in that really uh is still kind of like struggling with self-doubt or really unsure about this winter and they're they're like their path in strength sports or their denny is a woman in their body and lifting just all those things they're struggling what would be your message for them
1: definitely to just try most most definitely just go out there try your best do your best whether you're not going to be as good as the person next to you but as long as you're doing as good as you mentally and physically can and you're trying to whether it's in your strength sports or anything that you're doing in life I think that you will excel your own expectations and you will succeed.
2: And kind of, kind of building off that, like um, time is, is limited and time is short and start today and, and, and get on it. And tomorrow, you, tomorrow is not promised. So, so do what, do what you can today. Like, you
1: only have one life to live.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to sing
1: a song. Now too? <laughs> yes. Uh, I
0: got
1: to think of a song. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Express yourself, maybe a yeah. <laughs> song. I don't know. <laughs> get down on it, sh- 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 get down on it. You know, because yeah. you can do it, sh- sh- just like the Canhams. Sh- sh- yeah, that's <laughs> so can <funny>. <laughs> But um, yeah, like I said, um, if you do want to jam out to really sick beats, check out our Spotify playlist "Pound of Strong Cardio" and "Pound Strong Strength." And if you're listening in right now on Apple Podcast or Spotify, please like, share. Give us a review, give us a five-star rating because that helps us show up in algorithms to help other women. And if there's anyone you want to see on the show, take a comment, let us know. And like I said, thanks again for being on the show, you guys. Loved having you. And, uh, you know, I keep posting your amazing success and progress. We can't wait to see what you're doing, you know? Winning the Nationals. I see, yeah. it. I see it. the powers within you, Mackenzie. Yes, exactly. And uh, don't forget to tune in, you guys, for our next show. If you're not too sure who's coming up, like I said, hop on our Facebook page or Instagram. It's all there. Thanks again for listening and have a great day. You Get too. down on it. Get down on it. <laughs>